0: As you're walking out your business, do you ever find yourself in times where it just feels like you're walking through the darkness? You can't hear the Lord. You can't seem to see him. You're not sure where that light went. Well, friend, I've been walking through some of that myself. And that's why it is apropos that God put this on my heart to share with you today. We're going to walk through the promises of the Lord and why we can count on Him, and then the practical ways that we walk with Him out of this darkness. Are you an ambitious Christian woman who feels like you've had success, yet something is still missing? Do you wonder if it's possible to be ambitious and let God lead at the same time because you think, if it is to be, it's up to me? Does the hustle fuel your adrenaline, but you want to ditch the overachievement and pursue success with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to Redefining Hustle, Pursuing Success as a Christian Woman. I'm Erin Harrigan, a Christian wife, emptiness mom, entrepreneur, and recovering overachiever who felt those same things. When I prayed for a better way to work, God responded with, let me drive. Then He led me to help women like you through my speaking, coaching, and writing. My mission is teaching you that success doesn't require buying into the world's frantic definition of hustle or into the so-called anti-hustle movement. Instead, you can meet me in the middle right here to redefine hustle as you pursue success with God as your CEO. Each week, we'll spend a focused 15 minutes connecting biblical truth to business with practical application so you can tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus. Does that sound like what you need today? Then let's go. You know, recently I've been noticing that I wake up in the morning some days and I'm a little bit anxious. I kind of feel it's churning inside. Do Do you ever feel like that? And I so often hear Christian women in business that I work with say, I'm praying faithfully. I'm spending time with the Lord. Why does it feel like I'm in the darkness? Why is he not responding to me? Why does it feel like I can't hear him? Where's his light? And so on this episode, I'm going to start with reminding you that The enemy wants to get you spiraling in the darkness because he knows that as soon as your feet hit the floor, you're working in God's purpose and he wants to stop him. I want to remind you of what scripture says about us being able to know and trust that the Lord is there for us. And then I'm going to walk you through some practical things that you can do in the midst of that darkness to rediscover that he's already there. Now, friend, I wish that I had a very logical one, two, three system for this. But here are a couple of truths. We live in a fallen world and we are plagued by the human condition. So this likely is never fully going to go away. This, this feeling of that I'm in this alone until we are on the other side in heaven. And Part of why we have these challenges is because we're so self-reliant. And I know that that's painful, friend, but you know, this, this walk of discipleship in life, in our business is not easy. I mean, we were called as followers of Christ to pick up our cross and follow him. And in some ways, this is our cross, this this darkness that we feel or feeling lonely in our business or feeling like we're not hearing God. And often we want to try to solve it in our own power. And and what hinders us from hearing him, and please know I say this with all grace and love, but I'm saying it to myself too. What hinders us is that we're so wrapped up in our own self-reliance and the way that we do things in our own uh, intuition and in our own achievements and our own accomplishments and our, and our own plan that we overlook the everyday glorious ways that God shows up for us. We so often want to hear his voice in this like booming, clear, unmistakable way, but we're missing that his promises in every sunrise and sunset, that, that he shows us that his creation glorifies him and proves to us that he is there. In Psalm 19.1, we know that, the heavens shout about God's glory. In in Romans 120, it shows us that creation proves God's existence. That's that God doesn't only speak to us through word, but it's the song that we hear in just that right moment, or that message that our friend or or someone who doesn't even isn't even fully aware of our situation, that message that they speak into us, and that is God speaking. So so let's first look at the promises that we know that we can count on. I just mentioned two of them in Psalm 19:1 and Romans 1, 20. But let's look at what else his word tells us so that we know that we can trust that he is always there for us. In Acts 18, verses 9 and 10, here's Paul ministering in Corinth, um, feeling like he, he needs to not speak because he might be in danger. And the Lord speaks to him and says, Do not be afraid, but speak. Do not keep silent for I am with you. No one will attack you to hurt you. I have many people in the city. And I love how Dr. Charles Stanley says this in in the commentary that Paul could take courage in his evangelistic efforts because Jesus told him to keep speaking. He promised to be with him. He promised to protect him and he promised him success. And friend, this speaks to us as well. God promises to never leave us nor forsake us. He every single time he calls us to do anything, we are equipped and qualified for the Holy Spirit. He is right beside us in every step of the way. Let's look at um, Romans 8 um, in, in, in Romans, or, or, sorry, Romans 7 15 through 25. I'm not going to read all of this, but it speaks to how we are in a spiritual battle. And very often we're thinking, I can get myself out of this, but the battle is his. And so we spiral in these thoughts that we're failure or we're not reaching the right people or um, where are my clients finding me? I don't even see them. And Lord, I've been praying to you over this situation or over what this assignment that you've given me and I cannot hear you. But here's the truth is that we are on an upward climb in our sanctification and in our holiness and that we are set apart for God's purpose, so many places in Scripture remind us of that—that that we can rest in His grace, because we can live live free and holy through our Lord Jesus. Let's look at what else we're promised. I'm going to go to Psalm 139, verses 12 and 23. In 12, it says, "Indeed, the darkness shall not hide from you, Lord." But the night shines as the day, the darkness and the light are both alike to you. And then in verse 23, it tells us, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties. This is, this is King David, a man after God's own heart who had absolutely messed up, right? And yet he is still telling God, I know that you're there even in my darkness, but I need you to search my heart, And remove what is hindering me. In Psalm 23, I love Psalm 23 because it talks so much about rest and that that he wants me to be still and he restores my soul. And and in verse four, where it says, I will fear no evil for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Not as discipline, but as boundaries. And so God is reminding us, like, I set boundaries for you. I'm not gonna leave you out here floundering. I didn't bring you this far to leave you here, right? I prepare a place for you. I prepare you and position you. And in all of those reminders, We know that he is there even when it seems so dark. In 1 John 5, verse 14, it says, Now this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. That's a present tense, by the way, friends. He hears you in this moment. And sometimes it seems like we're speaking into a void. And and it seems like we can't hear him and, and see him. But let me switch gears for a second before we get into the practical and talk about why. Why don't you hear him or see him? Why do you feel like you're in the darkness? Why does it feel like maybe you're speaking into silence? And here's the thing. It's because sometimes it's our ability or unwillingness to hear him. I know that's painful, but sometimes we are so caught up in what we've done and how we're doing it and how we can get it done that we're missing out on hearing him because we're blocking the channel. He's there, but we don't see or hear him because we're too caught up in what we can see. We're too caught up in the outcomes that don't seem to be coming. We're too caught up in doing it our way. That's why there is no human checklist for overcoming this. It is a biblical checklist for overcoming this. So let's talk about what is the practical of what we can do. So first I'm gonna go to Romans 12. Oh, talk about practical. We need to be renewing our minds as it tells us in Romans 12 too, right? That we, we can't rely on this world to do that for us. We have to put aside the world's ways which are temporal that can never fulfill us. And as, he, as Paul says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So are you in the word? Do you have that daily practice? Are you taking time during the day to rest and breathe and look around and see his creation? That's one practical application. Let's go to Philippians 4, 5 through 8. You know, often we come here and we go directly to verse six, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, in prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. But we overlook the last line of verse five, which says the Lord is at hand. The Lord is near. So if he is near and he never will leave us, then we can feel confident that we're not speaking into a void, that that even though we're feeling in darkness, that he is still there, that we can pray with thanksgiving and that his peace will guard our hearts and minds. And then what else is practical? We can think on godly things, the things that are noble and just and pure and lovely and of good report and virtue and praiseworthy. This is not positive thinking. This is not Pollyanna. This is godly thinking. Remind me, O Lord, that you are there. Remind me of those times that you've been there so that I can write those down and remember them. Take me back to scripture where where I know you tell me that you are always with me. Here's another practical thing to do in 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and in everything give thanks, right? That's a practical application. I'm also going to put in the show notes a few blogs one is a uversion blog one is a blog from Andy um, Randy Alcorn that are speaking directly to this where is God when I feel alone how do I wait when he seems silent there's also an abide the abide app which is a um, a Christian meditation app there's an and a meditation on whom do you trust. And then I'm also going to put the link to episode 173 because I did that episode last year, which was all about what do I do when things get hard? And it was actual live questions from three of my clients. And I answer them, some of which is what we're talking about, because it's hard to be in the darkness. It's, it's hard to feel like he doesn't hear us. It's, it's hard to feel like we're speaking and God is silent, but friend, he is never silent. But what are we doing? That's not allowing us to see that he's responsive. That's not allowing us to see that if he takes care of the birds and the lilies of the field, how would he not take care of us? Friend, I, I, Hope that this has reached you at exactly the time that you needed it. And I want to remind you that you've been set aside for a purpose and that your business is a vehicle that God has given you to administer your calling, your gifts, your talents, and that the enemy wants you to be spiraling in darkness, but you don't have to stay there. You can employ his word to find his light again. So until we're together next time, I encourage and pray for you to tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus as you build your kingdom business. I'll see you on the next episode. Hey, ambitious Christian woman building a thriving kingdom business. Do you ever feel like you've experienced success yet you're still feeling empty and stagnant in your business? Does the hustle of business secretly fuel your adrenaline, but you wish you could do it with calm and joy instead of frantic, frazzled energy? Do you believe that God has a purpose for your business, but you're not sure how, or maybe you're a little afraid to actually let him lead the right coaching that combines biblical truth and business principles with a personalized approach can help you break free from the overwhelm and overachievement that you're feeling so that you can walk out his assignment with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment. And that's what I do. Let's explore how I can help you tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus to grow your business and impact. Schedule your 15-minute discovery call with me today at erinherrigan.com slash discovery call or click the link in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in to Redefining Hustle, pursuing success as a Christian woman this week. I pray this show brings you value as an ambitious woman in business. Remember to check the show notes for my free resources and other helpful links. If this episode spoke to you, take a screenshot, share it with a friend, or share it on social media and tag me. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of learning to redefine hustle as you pursue success, so your business produces much fruit and impacts his kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.